Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, when Stubby says stop in and tell them thanks, that really is heartfelt on my part. That makes it so much easier when I contact them about renewing for another year. The sponsors make this program happen. I buy my airtime. I'm not an employee of the station. And uh, so uh, the sponsorships make this program happen. And you could make a big difference if you just say, hey, Ace Hardware owner-manager, thank you for sponsoring Neil's program. Thanks for doing that, by the way. If If you are so inclined, I really would be grateful. Let's go back to our phone lines. Now we have Jerry in Mahia. We were talking about a hibiscus, a tropical hibiscus, uh, and several of them. And I want to go back to her and, and ask a couple of questions. You mentioned an insect. Tell me again about what you have. I, it may not be involved, but I want to want to go back and visit that again. What are you seeing? The, the little insect looks just like a fly, but it's super tiny. I mean, more like a mosquito size and iridescent. It's a really pretty little insect, but I don't know. I assume it's something that's more like predatory to another, uh, you know, um, another insect. So it might I, be. I don't this is not a white fly, then. You know white flies when no, you see No, no, I know what those are. I've, yeah, I've we all do, unfortunately. Before. Okay, all right. I'll leave that alone. I just want to make sure. All right, and so the uh, the, the blackening that you're seeing starts at the, the, the stem of the leaf is called the petiole, and that's where you see right. the blackening first? Right. All right. And then the does do these leaves fall or do they just turn black and stay on the leaf on the uh, plant? No, they eventually turn yellow and fall off. They don't turn right. completely black. They just have the black spots on them, and then they turn completely yellow and and fall off, or I pull right. them off. All right. And and you mentioned that you have some leaves that turn yellow and fall. Do they all have the black petioles, or just uh, just some of them? Well, they are now, but. In the past, you know, I know some of them turn yellow just because we have a dry spell and they don't get enough water. We'll right, I understand that. But no, you're seeing something all... different this time? Yes, this is, uh, they're just falling off too many, and it's not watering because I've been extra careful about taking care of that. And the only things that I see that I would call, it's not even an insect, if it is, it's dead, is a little brownish-gray uh something smaller than my small fingernail and it's just more like a skeleton and it's you know i find them on the leaves and i have no idea what that like i said i just don't see anything which i've seen a pest before and now one i've found uh some leaf-footed bugs walking around on it but i don't think they would cause that extensive no i don't think so the the most common pest to get on um on tropical hibiscus would be katydids, but they eat the leaves just like grasshoppers would, and so yeah. that's off the off no, the chart. No, that's that not doesn't. it. No, I know, Jerry. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to help you without seeing the plants. That's my my concern now, because there it, aren't a lot of insects. There, there, would, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Is it a possibility it would be some type of fungus? Well, there's a possibility. Um, if it were a fungus, it would be a leaf spot of some sort, and you would be telling me I see spots on the leaves. You wouldn't be telling me that the petiole turned black. Well, it's it spots at that area. Right, it, and you know, I don't know like if I don't. Spots, yeah, yeah, hang on. I don't know of any fungus that's going to start at the petiole or at the base of you know at that okay. one spot on a leaf. That's not the way. That's not the way a fungal leaf spot. Uh, develops they they develop randomly on the on the blade of the leaf so i don't think so but without seeing it i can't tell you for sure uh you should be able to see spores within the spots if if it is a leaf spot you should see spores with a hand lens or with a magnifying glass um the the only thing i can offer uh, because i've grown a lot of hibiscus through my life is that we think that we water adequately but when you get late into the summertime um, the plants get so root bound that even even when I was watering twice a day, morning and evening, it was hard to keep them moist enough because they just didn't have enough reservoir. In my case, I don't know if this is your case, but in my case, my plants would run out of soil, 
and by the end of the year they hibiscus are big plants where they're growing out outdoors in the ground in a frost-free climate they get eight ten feet tall and trying to grow them in pots unless you have a, oh, a 16 or 18 or 20 inch pot uh, they can they can get root bound and we water them and we think we're doing great things but we're not giving them enough water they can also run out of nitrogen Somebody earlier asked about fertilizing, and I said they need a lot of nitrogen. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to what to advise. I think the. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just I'm totally puzzled this year because you know we've right. had so much rain to begin with. And, well, that uh, would that would leach out the uh, nitrogen. Okay. That would leach out the nitrogen. I wish my Facebook page were working because I'd like to see a photo of it, but Facebook no, changed their formatting, and I can't I can't see your, your posts yeah, anymore. I can send it to you on Facebook, but I can't do that now. So. Not now, no, not with the new <laughs> format. I'm trying. No, I have a, dead, I, I have somebody working on that, trying to figure a workaround for me, but it hasn't been quick. Yeah, yeah. I, my, I don't know. They're not dead by the time your site gets back up. Well, I'll send you a photo, and I thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't help you better. You you put a lot of time in on it. I can do, and I just yeah. keep finding these weird things. I think I've never. I was many years I've grown yeah, these. I've I never had this. Home. Yeah, I know. So, I understand. It's been a highlight to my yard, so it's really painful I'm to sorry. see them just in, in such shape. And I'm take up too much of your time. Thank you very well, much. Well, you're I'm wonderful. Thanks, thanks for your patience. Have a good day. Take care. All right. Yeah, I spent 11 years on Facebook, and Facebook changed, and no longer can people post photos that I can see. And uh, that happened in mid-June, and it, uh, yeah, I'll just grouse around, but I don't know why they had to do that. Okay, uh, Whiskey Stone, need to tell you about Whiskey Stone, because this is a place you really want to go. And, and take a look around. It's 22 acres of beautiful stone. Now, you can get a good a good start, a good beginning by going to their website, whiz-q.com, w-h-i-z-q.com. That's, uh, that's a, a, a good starting point. You need to go there, though, to experience it. 22 acres. They're in southeast Fort Worth at 4501 East Loop 820 South. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. They have every kind of stone you could possibly want, from retaining walls to pavers to, um, oh, let's say that you want to do something around your pool. Maybe you want to build a fountain or have one built for you. Maybe you want to have decorative boulders or you need river rock or decorative gravel. They have it all, and they'll be happy to put you on a golf cart and take you around and show it to you or... Uh, Maybe maybe if you need a referral to a, a landscape contractor who can do the work for you, they know the best. This is a great company. Mike and Derek Wisnat, a father and son team, second and third generation in the business. Whiz-Q.com, 4501 East Lupe 20 South, Southeast Fort Worth. The best stone yard I have ever seen in my life, hands down. 817 817- Four two nine zero eight twenty two. It's Whiskey Stone. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very much. I am pretty sure that I said that Whiskey Stone is in southeast Fort Worth. I just want to make sure that you know you're going to Fort Worth <laughs> when you go there. So anyway, thank you, JJ. Um, let me give you the phone number, and we'll go right back to the phone lines. It is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Let's go to Larry near Franklin. Larry, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I lost about 25 shrubs, and and I was thinking maybe Texas A&M Horticulture would have uh, uh, some res- uh, references for uh, landscape architect. I'm going to have to change a lot of things around the house. Okay, and what are you looking for? Are you looking for referrals to people, or are you looking for plans what are you uh, looking for yeah i'd like to see if they have a student program that uh in, in the horticulture uh landscape department 
Okay, well, it's actually two different uh, parts of the university, two different colleges. Uh, landscape architecture is not in horticulture. It's not even not even close to it. Uh, you'd need to go to landscape okay. architecture, which I think is in, in the College of Architecture or the whatever. It's a uh, I'll, I'll different, check that out. different thing. But, but uh, odds are that they're covered up would be my guess. You're, you're better off probably working with a local uh, retail nursery, uh, an, an independent retail garden center that has a designer on staff to do a landscape plan um, at a minimum uh, takes several hours. And um, so it's kind of like doing a, and being an interior decorator. It takes a while to pull everything together and to, interview the client and find out what they like and what they what they want to change uh, what they want to include in the new design and then interpreting that into a design and kind of molding okay, it so into 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 the final plan and drawing the plan it, it doesn't have to be a sophisticated plan but it needs to be something on paper not just a description and so that's that's why you would work with a nursery some nurseries will do that for you at a modest cost if you agree to buy the plants from them um, i don't want to say that anybody's going to do it for free but a lot of nurseries have people who are good designers uh, a registered landscape architect is a very different story uh, those are going to be a lot more expensive, and that's that's what you would be getting through uh, the university. I have a very good friend, a very very good friend, who is the best landscape architect I've ever seen. She is uh, she is a rare entity in that she does residential landscape design. Most of them don't; they do big commercial work, and her designs are incredible. But she does only a few a year because she gets so involved in them. But they're you know they're, they're highly involved, highly uh, sophisticated. Oh my goodness! Did you did you give her as a reference? Um, I I didn't bring it up for that. She I don't think she'd work more than ten or fifteen miles from her home, and she's in the metroplex. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't now, think that's, that's an issue with me. I'm about thirty five miles. I know, out. I know, I know. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm just saying that it's probably going to be a landscape. The reason I brought that up is I think you're probably going to be working with a landscape designer rather than a landscape architect. Uh, okay. the, the terms are the terms are not overlapping. They're they're similar but not the same. So I'd I'd start by working with a nursery. What cities are you closest to, Brian? Well, just Brian Tolly Station. Uh, you got? Do you have a, a nursery there that you think I could go to? Well, I I haven't been there for a little while. Vertigo has kept me in Collin County, where I live, for five years. I can I have a very difficult <laughs> time traveling uh, very far. Sure. Uh, I would I would suggest you talk to the people at Producers. You might talk to Martha's Bloomers in Navasota. Um, I don't know Madisonville uh, very well in terms of the nurseries. Huntsville would have uh, nurseries, so those there are several that are fairly close to you, and um, you know they would also know your climate. They would know your soils. Uh, that would be my starting yeah. point, I think. And and they're going to have to come out to the house to look at it. Perhaps, not necessarily. Uh, for many years, we had a landscape design school, and uh, I, I did in my name. And a couple of us helped to do the plans, and then we also brought in uh, landscape designers from all over Texas who helped draw the plans, and they, they did not, not one of them. We did, uh, we had oh, probably 150 uh, people in each school, and not one of the designers saw any one of those landscapes in person. So you don't have okay. to. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we need to probably go to some. Uh, uh, look up the best nurseries, nurseries in each of those cities and look call at ahead. And look at some plants. Yeah. Talk to them about how, how to get started with them. That's going to be your best bet. Good deal, Neil. Thanks very All much. Right. Thank you very much, Larry. Good luck with it. Appreciate it. You bet. All right. We'll come back and go to Carrie in Bluffdale in Erath County in just a second. Stay with me. Uh, Carrie, go from Larry to Carrie. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, I'll try to try to get one in your hands. I'd love to do so. This is uh, this is my baby. This is my book that I, I worked for a whole year. It took me, a, as I say, it took me a year to write it, but it took me a lifetime to learn it. It's everything that I have said or written. 
in uh, in my career, all put into one reference book. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas, lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetable gardening. Chapter 2 is something I've never put in a book before. It's a 48-page calendar, four pages per month, that tell you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And as I mentioned, it is written for every county in the state of Texas. 344 pages. It's a hardback with 840 photographs, my photos, printed in San Antonio, and uh, delivered right to your door, directly from my house to your uh, mailbox. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells. I'd be thrilled and proud to sign a copy for you. Satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll give you a full refund of the 67,000 copies that we've sold. No requests for refund have been received at this point. So I think you have pretty good likelihood of, uh, of being happy with your book Otherwise, I'll refund every every penny. It's only thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, and I think you'll save that much just on Chapter 2 alone, but all of the book you'll find to be very, very helpful. Your go-to gardening reference, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon. You get it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752 Grow. That's 800-752-4769. The better way by far is to order it at my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Didn't have my mic turned on. There we go. It's like being on a Zoom call. Hey, Neil, you're on mute. I have an important message for you from Baylor Scott & White Health. This is a... uh, this is a facility, actually it's many facilities that have meant so much to our family over the last uh, 16 years since they saved our daughter's life. And uh, I'm proud to tell you about them. I'm proud to tell you that they are helping me right now a great deal in, uh, in well, my wife as well, in all of our uh, health care needs, and they'll do the same for you. They mean so much to so many families across Texas. Now, here is that important message. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so that you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's the MyBSW Health app, MyBSW Health It helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many years. That's saying thanks to Baylor Scott and White Health. Once again, text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott and White Health, GetBetterTexas.com. I'm Mark Siriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Mark, very much. And uh, let's go back to our phone lines now. Let's see where we are exactly. Go right here to Carrie in Bluffdale, Erath County. Carrie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. 
Yes. Um, I just I just moved out there to Bluffdale. Um, matter of fact, I'm taking my last load from uh, Tarrant County up this afternoon. Um, I've got five acres, and I've got I guess grass spurs all over that uh, you know when I get stuck in your feet if you want to go barefoot or mm-hmm. in my dog's. More importantly, in my dog's snout, in my little terrier snout. Ooh. How can I eradicate? How can I eradicate those things? All right, and uh, just to make sure that we're identifying the same plant, um, let's see how I want to describe this. I want to uh, grass burrs is is the way I would normally identify, and then I'm going to uh, compare them with goat heads. Um, okay. Kind of picture what you're seeing, and tell me if it would puncture a basketball. No, it would not. Um, All right, that would that small. would be grass burrs then. Um, grass burrs are annual grasses, and um, where they are in turf grass, uh, you only get one chance at controlling them, and that's to prevent them with pre-emergent weed killers in the spring. We don't have anything that we can use once they're up and growing. Um, obviously, you can mow frequently and keep the, the seeds, keep the burrs off the tops, but uh, once the, the plant is growing, uh, then there's not any, any post-emergent product. We used to have MSMA, and uh, some of the commercial applicators have MSMA that they are allowed to use in ditches. And I don't know what all the – there were two or three uh, things that were left on the label for commercial applicators. But consumers uh, – let's see how I can say this. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> Consumers are not allowed to buy it and use yeah. it in their yards. All right, I think I that's a, yeah, okay. It's it's sold by the hundred dollar purchase amount. I think out of Canada and maybe even in the United States. So I, I said what I know to be truthful fact, and so it, it worked beautifully. And it was used in Bermuda grass for a long, long time, and it never caused a problem. But anyway, there we are. Now, uh, so you can use a pre-emergent, uh, you can use pre-emergent granules, and in e- Erath County, that would be about the uh, twelve, uh, the tenth to the fifteenth of March, and then repeated the tenth to the fifteenth of June, ninety days later. That would be okay. uh, products like uh, uh, Dimension or Halts, or Bayland. Those three products okay. are the most common, and those will keep the, the grass burrs ever from germinating. Uh, that's going to be the, the problem is that at this point there's not much you can do. Now, are the grass burrs in, in turf grass, or are they out just along a fence, or where are they? No, they're in the turf grass. Uh, the previous owner didn't have a real great lawn, and we're going to make every effort we can to, uh, uh, you know, do a good lawn. Well, talk. Talk to your local. Uh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I, I mean, it's kind of messy, and it, and I, I'm very familiar with the the pre emergent process. I followed your your uh, okay. process for years now, so it's the same process. Uh, we just didn't get those up in uh, the Keller area where I, I lived before. We didn't get these uh, these grasses. Right. No, and and they're not going to be a problem in in clay soils, but they're a real problem in the sandy soils, and and that's what you have. Um, talk to uh, talk to any commercial. A lawn care company that might serve Bluffdale, and uh, ask them. Um, well, no, I'm just going to leave it at that. I've said what I want okay, to say. No, that, that's perfect. I, I really appreciate it. Okay. All right. Good luck with them. Good luck to your dog. Thank you. That's not much fun. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see where I am time wise. Let me uh, let me take a a break, and we'll come back to Mike in Fort Worth. I have two lines open. As I mentioned, I do not have our pastor Tommy Brummett. This afternoon with a bird tip because he is doing pastoral things. And uh, so I'm taking calls right up to the end of the program. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call now, please. Let's fill up those phone lines. Have two lines open, 888-787-5543. Ace is the place with helpful hardware folks. You're not going to find helpful hardware folks at some of the big national places. You surely will at Ace Hardware. And uh, my program is sponsored this hour and last hour all year long for several years now with these local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you succeed in all of your projects. Stop by your locally owned North.
North Texas Ace Retailer. Find a great deal on Ace Premium Wild Bird Food. 20-pound bags. Get two bags for $20. Ace Premium Wild Bird Food helps wild birds through times of stress like right now. Brought on by breeding and migration, vitamins and minerals have been added to the mix. The mix attracts bluebirds, cardinals, chickadees, grosbeaks, blue jays, nuthatches, finches, and other desirable birds. It's rich in sunflower and white millet, birds' favorite seeds. Ace stores their parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're going to be getting help from people you already know, your neighbors, local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the great products, and Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up, when you work, reopening our economy, when you drive home, this escalation of violence, what's happening right now, all day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour, keep myself as updated as possible, on Real News and Information, 570 KLIF, KLIF.com. Neil E eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. We uh, work on it. I, I do... Uh, a lot of the writing, I'd say almost all of the writing. Uh, this week, for example, there is an exception to that when Diane Sitton writes a story uh, that will come out this coming Thursday. It's a story on containers with fall color, and it's a great story. I saw it uh, yesterday when she sent it. And uh, But the other four stories will be mine, and um, most of the weeks during the month, I write all five stories for eGardens. One of those stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One will always be a featured question of the week, something that has come up repeatedly. And one of them will always be a, a, a section that I call Gardening This Weekend, where I put the 12 or 15 things that are most timely for that weekend, things you need to get done because it's going to be too late if you don't get them done right then and there. Had a story a couple of days ago in eGardens about nutsedge control and how the time is running out. I also, just because I'm tired of writing about plants that are frozen, I did a story showing the uh, our, our trip. My wife and I took a trip a couple of years ago to the Amish country in uh, northeastern Ohio, and I just showed some of the uh, really beautiful scenery of uh, Holmes County, Ohio. And so that's an example. If you want to see what that looks like, go to neilsperry.com, click on eGardens. That's where you sign up for eGardens. And I have that latest issue from night before last archived there, so you can take a look. Neilsperry's eGardens, it's free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, so spam will not happen. That's Neilsperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com, N E I L S P E R R Y. Com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Let's talk just a moment today about tree placement in your landscape. You want that shade tree to be ample distance from structures. Many trees get very large, so large trees like pecans and oaks and Chinese pistachios need to be 20 or 25 feet from the house. Larger houses, two-story houses, the tree needs to be 25 feet out. That's going to cut down on foundation repairs and also roof repairs or extensive pruning. You need to have ample room from other trees. Know how large the trees will grow. Make sure they don't crowd one another. You need to make sure the tree is placed so you'll get shade from evening or morning sun. And it needs to be out of line with all other structures. You want it to look like it grew naturally there, not like it's in some contrived placement. Away from centers of spaces. It needs to be visible so it'll give a good focal point. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right, sir, thank you very, very much. And uh, you've now heard about eGardens a couple of times, haven't you? Let me tell you right now about Mueller, Mueller Buildings and Mueller Things, your own storage this time. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. You drive down the street, there's new construction, 
Oh, another storage facility. Let's do a little math, though. For what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room that you're renting, you could own your own metal storage building right in your own backyard, and it's yours then. That's with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together designs, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. So whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even a big RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller Metal Building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-2-M-U-E-L-L-E-R, 877-268-3553. That's Mueller. They're made in America. And they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian. Border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information. 570-KLIF. com. If you're looking for a way to spruce up your home, I have a suggestion for you. It's Sunburst Shutters. They don't get any prettier than Sunburst Shutters. These are plantation-style shutters. This is kind of the the, uh, current in thing. They look so good. They're big, wide shutters. Two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch shutters. And these are made of polywood. P-O-L-Y, Pollywood, that's a proprietary material available only through Sunburst Shutters. They're available also in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And Pollywood Shutters don't crack or warp or split or peel. They are color fast white or off-white, and uh, they've been making these out of Pollywood for 20 or more years now. We've had ours for 11 years, and we love them. They're so easy to open and close, and they're so easy to clean. You touch them and feel them, and you'll say, well, that's... That's like the best finish I've ever felt. They feel like a, a lacquered grand piano, Steinway. They're just, oh, they're so good. This is Sunburst Shutters. If you'd like to have them bring a sample out and show it to you, they'll come in that great little car that they have, sunburstshutters.com. Let them bring samples to your home, hold them up in the windows. They'll help you choose the right size, the right louver size for your windows. And, and let me also tell you that they can custom made, although they're all custom made, because windows vary from one window to the next, but they can also make sunburst shutters for any opening in your home, even the oddly shaped ones. Great people. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very much. Let's go to Mike in Fort Worth. Mike, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thanks very much for taking my call. I've listened to you for many, many years and never called until today. Well, thank and you. Um, like all of us uh, here in the North Texas area, courtesy of Minus 2, uh, many of us lost things. Uh, I lost a tree in my front yard. I lost my entire flower bed and um, have been this last month on vacation in the Rocky Mountains up in Summit County, Colorado. And everywhere, it seems, you find this plant called Happy Face Yellow Potentia. It is so pretty, and it's very colorful in, uh, in the flower bed. It's yellow and just blooms all spring and summer, they say. And it's good for Zone 7, and we are in the northernmost reaches of Zone 8. Does this grow here well? <laughs> it uh I- it's very different from Summit County, Colorado. I uh, went to school for uh, 
about two-thirds of a year in Fort Collins, and I'm, I'm familiar with that area. And uh, Potentilla is uh, not the easiest of perennials to grow. I, it would not be one. You could try. I would try one or three or a few, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bank on them being as, as showy as they are there. We're just awfully okay. hot. Uh, and and that's where hardiness zones. You know, they're talking about winter hardiness. I'm surprised that um, that they would bother to list that because they go a lot colder than that. But uh, anyway, they are very very pretty. And and uh, give it a try if you wish. But I don't think it's going to be quite the success here that it that was at, at uh, six thousand feet. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. And I, I remember them as a kid. Uh, my family owns a home uh, up in northeast Wisconsin, north of Green Bay on Lake mm-hmm. Michigan. And we actually, my grandparents planted them back in the 60s. And gosh, they're still there and still oh, I know. blooming and, and look pretty uh, up in northeast Wisconsin. But I guess it's a it's a cold weather climate. It is. Uh, plant, yes, they're right? they're northern perennials. They are cold weather perennials, and they go to what what's the coldest that you saw up there? Twenty five below, probably. Oh, to, uh, you know. So I only I only spent summers there, and uh, it felt weird one time to go there and not wear shorts and a t shirt and have to bundle up in the mm-hmm. hardiest winter stuff I'd ever had. We and, lived uh, uh, thirty yeah, miles south of Lake Erie. I'm, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I just I spent the one summer there. It's in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, and yeah. um, and it is bitterly cold there in the winter. Twenty five, thirty below. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I uh, we lived when we were married, first married, and and uh, uh, teaching in northern Ohio. We lived about thirty, thirty five miles south of Lake Erie. And on the 4th of July, I was mowing our yard in a Pendleton wool shirt. So those things happen. That doesn't happen very often in northern Ohio in, in July, but, but it did that year. And, and so Potentilla was, was quite common in perennial gardens there. It's, it's too warm here for it. We have, we have our own things that do well for us and, and they won't grow up there, but, uh, it's a, it's gotcha. a different world. That's a, a beautiful part of America. It is. All right. Well, thank you very kindly for your help. I appreciate you bet. it. You betcha. Take care. Be well. All right, let's go to uh, Chassie. Let's see, Chassie is also in Fort Worth. Chassie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I have a little area. I've always wanted to grow mint and uh, garlic, and I don't know how to get started. I have an area that I have a rose bush that seems to grow without me doing anything but walking past it and some plants I call uh, cannons. So they occupy part of the space, but there's some more space uh, that uh, I'm hoping I can do some mint and garlic in. Okay. Well, uh, mint is going to be very easy. In fact, the the problem is in controlling it so it doesn't go everywhere. Uh, You need moisture, and uh, uh, afternoon shade would be a good idea. Mint will do well in, in morning sun and with a very moist soil. A lot of people grow mint beneath uh, uh, water faucets and let it to get whatever drippage there is. Um, so that's that, the story on mint will be no problem for you. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the story on garlic is you would, you would get the cloves and plant them in September, and uh, it would be ready to harvest in the following spring. I have a deathly allergy to the onion family, to garlic and, and chives and uh, scallions and onions and leeks and shallots. I mean, I can recite them off by name. I carry a laminated card in my wallet for restaurants, so I don't grow it and don't touch it. So I, you know, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of firsthand experience with it. But uh, it's uh, pretty well documented in in uh, university websites as to how to grow it. I would just send you there. Okay. Um, what about the mint? Where? How do I start that? Get, get a plant mint from the is, nursery. Oh yeah. And uh, there are many kinds of mint. I assume you're talking about spearmint, and it's uh, it's readily available. Mm-hmm. The, the the mints are, are very available. I don't know how available they're going to be in August, but you'll uh, you'll have uh, no problem finding it in in April or May. Okay, so it's normally uh, something I wouldn't start out in the spring. Well, you can start it anytime you find it, and. Uh, well. But uh, I, I imagine most of them have sold out their supplies during the summer. They don't want to, have to take care of it in the summer. And with the university, they'd be able to tell me what preparations my summer would need? I'm sorry, I couldn't understand you. I just said at the university, would they be able to tell me the preparations 
for my soul. Did I need to do anything special for the dirt? For both of those, you will want to work a lot of organic matter, probably four or five inches of organic matter into the soil, into the top eight or ten inches. That's going to be uh, things such as compost and well-rotted manure, and uh, I use pine bark mulch, and I use sphagnum peat moss. I'll put equal amounts of those into the top uh, ten inches of soil. Um, I also will put one inch of expanded shale with those, to help loosen the clay soil that we have. I assume most of Fort Worth has that. You probably have it as well. And and yeah. uh, that will loosen it up, and it also will raise the bed, which is very important uh, for okay. for a lot of things. It won't, it won't help the mint any because the mint likes moist soil, but uh, you won't have any trouble growing the mint. <laughs> I mean, it's stand back. Here it comes. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Thanks for calling, Jesse, very much. Uh, Rodney, I'll come to you. Let me get my last break uh, in, and then I'll come to you. Uh, folks, I have time for another call or two. If you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I have a lot of information on growing garlic in it, for example. Uh, I did the research on it, so I'd have that, um, and uh, and all the other things. It took me a year to write the book, and and I will be very candid that uh, on fruit and vegetables, I spent more time on those two chapters than I did any other chapters in the book, simply because those are not things that I uh, am formally trained in. Mine is more in ornamental horticulture and landscaping. Uh, but Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, I think you'll find it to be a very useful gardening reference. I promise money-back uh, guarantee on this, always. And of the 67,000 copies that we've sold, there has not been one request for a refund yet. This will be a garden reference that you keep close at hand, I predict. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Chapter 1 is uh, what I call just the basics of gardening in Texas. What you have to know about our soils and our climate before you get started so that you can succeed. Chapter 2 is a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. I've never put it in a book before. I used to have an annual Texas gardening calendar, and it had a lot of information, but this is like four or five times as much information. So that's chapter two, and then chapters three through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. In many of those chapters, you'll find multi-page charts that allow you to see a lot of information on a few pages. It's really a useful gardening reference book. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Don't go there, or you'll get the old cowboy boot book. This is the one you want, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and it has Adirondack chairs on the cover, actually one uh, kind of like a love seat Adirondack chair in our landscape. I sign every copy as it sells, and as I mentioned, satisfaction fully guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. Now, here are the two ways you can get it. Since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you can call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, or you can order from my website. The office phone number is 800-752-GROW. That's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800-752-GROW. 4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at my website at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. 
Thank you, Tommy. Tommy normally would be joining us right about now so that we could do a birding feature, but he has some pastoral duties this afternoon, and he'll join us next week. And in the meanwhile, we would invite you to join us at the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney tomorrow at 8, 9, 10.05, or 11.10 for the traditional services and um, then the contemporary services. I don't know if there's a 9 o'clock, but 10, uh, 10.05, and 11.10. And uh, the 11.10 service is live-streamed. Tommy's uh, live stream is at 10.05. And uh, that's the one that our family usually attends. We have not yet gone back to the church, and I think we're going to sit it out for a little longer. Just, uh, just kind of wait. We have two. Um, we have a grandchild and a great grandchild uh, who are not yet of age, and uh, so we're, you know, they haven't had their vaccinations yet. Folks, get your vaccination. It's another story, but just nah, I have an ad I need to get done. But please. Please, there are some. Our our grandson is nine years old. He spent 31 days in children's, and uh, he is uh, immunocompromised, and he's too young to get the vaccine still, and he's just counting on people to be vaccinated. Please, please, we can carry it to him, and so we have to be awfully careful where we go so we don't carry it to him. Please. Arborological services. I have been talking to Steve Hauser, the owner of Arborological Services, this week about many, many different things about the trees and what we need to be doing about those. And, and uh, you need to have their people look at your trees if you're if you're concerned about whether they're alive or uh, kind of alive. <laughs> and whether they need to have some pruning work done before they come down on the top of your house. There are a lot of trees that need to be pruned now, and Arborological Services can help you. And I talked to Steve also about some work I'm going to have done at our house later this month. I am so excited about that. And I'll tell you about that as we get closer to game time on that one. And then the third thing is I came across a company that has tried to copy their name and their slogans and things, Come on. The one you want is arborological. It needs to say logical in it. And there's a company out there that is so close it stinks. So be careful, won't you please, and get the real one, the one I'm talking about. Go to my website. It's on on my website, Arborological Services. They're the company you want. They're the company that has three arborists of the year for the state of Texas, the best in the state that year three men who have been named that Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters. They're the one who has an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion, Miguel Pastanez, on their team. And he's also a North American state tree climbing champion, state, North American tree climbing champion in 2015. Oh, my goodness gracious. They have 12 certified arborists on their team. The one that sounds like them tries to sound like them. Don't have any of that. I'm sorry. I'm just angry. I'm rooting for my team, and that's Arborological Services. I'm not an employee of theirs. I'm just proud of them to have them as a sponsor. They're the ones you want. The best it gets. Arborological Services. Arborological.com. Remember, logical. It ends with logical. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Good place to go. Let's go to Rodney in Garland. Rodney, it's Neil. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for taking this call. This is Absolutely. the last call on those three Maverick live oaks on the curb. They're gone. They oh, were 30 goodness. inches in diameter. Oh, yeah. You, oh. You've seen them. You kindly didn't say anything about them as you walked by. But Okay, and we had questions about irrigation and all. When I had to do that movement of the line because of the roots, we've just about had to go to the next zip code to get around the root system. Okay, they're gone. Oh, no. And where yes. they're gone and they're ground you know, every, all the prominent roots and stump are ground. And now, where they were, 
oil. I guess it's natural petroleum. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying, hey, that's how oil was found formed in the in ancient times, coming out, running out over the curb, a black, uh, oily. Is that is that common? No, uh, not at all. And are you sure it's coming from the oaks? I, it would have to be if that's. It's th- there are three. There are three spots. They're exactly lined up where the trucks were. Right where the oaks were. Wow. Yeah, yes. that's. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's decay. If you have a, a spot, Rodney, on the trunk of an oak tree or any tree for that matter, where there's decay actively within the wood that comes and, and then a, a hole, maybe a crack in the wood where the decay yeah. starts to, to rot and leak, then it'll come you know, out like as black. Yeah, the sap will come yeah. out as black well, ooze, so. and, and that's what you're seeing. But of course, this is coming up. I understand, know, but, but that's what it around. is. Yeah, that's yeah, not going to go on very long, I wouldn't think. And I don't guess it's going to hurt anything. And then no. I have a. By the way, they were fine with the freeze, but if you got another thirty seconds, we have a Japanese U that got pretty beat up by the freeze, but it has two healthy stalks that are coming up and has green. They're green. Uh, just wonder, is it going to come back kind of like a crepe myrtle or a nandina would come if it was cut way back? I'd, I don't think it will come back like they will. Nothing is as aggressive and determined to come back as those two. You pick the best two, um, and Japanese use are not in that that same category. But I, if, it sounds like it's trying to come back, and I'd certainly give it the chance. Okay. Well, it's yeah. four years old, well-established. Okay, well, that we're going to stay with it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'd do that. I appreciate your call. Good luck with the ooze. Sounds like the La Brea tar pits, which we have visited, so that's uh, that's a different different story. Hey, Thank maybe you, Ryan, I can but... sell tickets. There you go. <laughs> bye-bye. There you go. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, we. Uh, my wife wanted to go. We have a, a son who lives out there. Well, actually, I guess we had visited uh, L.A. Uh, several times. And she just was determined she wanted to go see the La Brea tar pits. And I thought, oh, what is this? And um, then we finally did, and it's right in the city. Was it on Hollywood Boulevard or, or one of the big streets with high-rise buildings all around? And there is ooze coming up out of the concrete in the street. And they have found all kinds. Okay. Well, they have found all kinds of uh, uh, skeletons uh, that have fallen into the tar in prehistoric times. It's a state park. It is a fabulous place to go. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And my dream is to take some of our grandkids out there and let them see it because I think they'll love it. Folks, I have enjoyed this very, very much. Mike Bass makes it happen. He runs the boards and answers the phones and keeps me company in the off times. We'll be back tomorrow, Mike and I, both of us, at the sister station down the hall and up the floor, down the floor at the WBAP, 820 a.m. from 8 until 10 a.m. Hope you'll join us over there and give me a call there as well. So uh, thank you for listening today, and we'll be back here same time next week, 1 until 3. Until then, thanks for listening, and happy gardening.